Hey everybody, welcome back to the Pub Trivia Experience. My name is Chris and we are here tonight for another experiment. We are back with a standard hot seat episode, 45 minutes, a nonstop barrage of trivia questions and answers. And we have got ourselves the queen of pub trivia, Jay Borsom. Jay, my friend, how are you doing? What are you drinking? You know, Chris, I thought I was doing fine until you gave that Lloyd or loin girding introduction for me to prepare myself for to steal with. <laughs> Steal myself for this experience. Uh, I'm doing fine. I'm drinking, at least for the moment, uh, Siesta Key Spiced Rum out of uh, Sarasota, Florida. It's a local small batch rum uh, distillery. It is better than any rum you've ever had. Uh, at Chris in the comments below, if you disagree, you can be wrong. It's okay. Uh, and I'm drinking it in the traditional style, which is straight out of the bottle. That is uh, that is classic. I will take any comparison or any Anything close to being compared to Meryl Streep, I'll take. <laughs> or Stanley Tucci, for that matter. Like that, those are all compliments to yeah, me. Yeah, no, so those no go. wrong answers there for sure. Exactly. My turn now. Being that Tim Dipple has found the perfect way to open a can of beer on a podcast, this is from the Ravenous Pig Brewery, uh, brewery right here in Winter Park, Florida. So a little small town between here and Lakeland. Uh, this is called the Working Man Porter. I am not a working man. I have a white collar job, so I don't. I feel like a, like a little bit of a poser drinking it. But let's take a look. I mean, admittedly, you have two jobs minimum, so I think you can wear that crown. I really could use a crown. Like I deserve a crown. Right. I, I've got a crown right here if you need. <laughs> you actually do. That is awesome. You have two. Yeah, no, Chris. You need to check me out when I stream on Twitch. I have about eighty-five hat and hat adjacent things just right here off. Uh, camera uh because people redeem uh rewards on twitch to make me put stupid hat things on <laughs> so i've caught i've caught jeremy on twitch mm -hmm. um and the the lingo is by far like more, more my speed so like i talked to my wife about like, we should jump on jay's feed tonight and watch the lingo but we opted to watch house of the dragon instead because we have a three-year-old and don't get to watch anything other than blippy well that's the content you really want to raise a three-year-old on so i get it yes but uh, this pro this actually porter is pretty damn good. I am a I am a fan. Ooh, I have not had a good porter in maybe a year or two. I'm I'm very much a fan of stouts and porters. So you're you're speaking my language. Well, it's it's 70 degrees here, so it's porter weather in Florida. And you are no longer speaking my language. It's like 45 <laughs> and windy and rainy outside right now. Do not like. Wish I could unsubscribe. I talked to my my brother and his boyfriend before they went back, and he's like, "Yeah, um, it's about forty five when we go back." I'm like, "That's not bad. Forty five is not bad." He goes, "Yeah, it was ten degrees last week." <laughs> yeah, I should probably uh, unbury the lead that you know the the forty five it is right now is a heat wave for Chicago <laughs> land where I'm in. <laughs> in the uh, Jay, we have got forty five straight minutes. You do get the one timeout, so if you want to call the timeout, you say it. We'll stop okay. the clock and all that. Uh, but again, more of a social experiment than anything else. I will be keeping a little bit of score. I'm not going to say it's going to be 100% accurate, but we're going to do our best. Jay, are you ready? I, I don't know that I'm going to be any less ready than I am now, so let's do it. All right. Jay, your time will begin after I read your first question. Here we go. A small tool called an orange stick is most commonly used at what type of business? Small tool called an orange stick. Like, it's literally called an orange stick. It's not just a descriptive, hey, it's this stick that is orange that we use for, you know, re-tarmacking airports or whatever. Uh, I have no effing idea on this. Uh, I don't even know that I can come up with a good joke answer. I'm going to say uh, whatever the, the proper term is for working in a grove. It's grovery because it's an orange stick. So it's the stick that you use to, to pull the oranges down. So my wife comes from an orange grove family. I'm going to have to ask her if that's a real thing. Um, Look, if you have to go back in and edit the point, and I'm okay with that. <laughs> Unfortunately, not the answer I have here. It's from a nail salon. Oh, okay. You know what? Yeah. No, I should know that. I've, I've had it used. I, I just <laughs> don't know colors. I blame my colorblindness and you for that question. Uh, well, that's 100% fair. Like, this is legitimately all my fault. Moving right along. <laughs> Which living fossil animal is harvested by the millions each year so its blood can be used to test new medicines? Oh, this is such a cool and weird story. I happen to know this one. The blood is blue, which is just really weird when you see pictures of it like being harvested on Reddit. It's horseshoe crabs. 
Horseshoe Crabs is correct. We are moving right along. Which of these famous people never appeared as a guest star on the HBO series Sex in the City? Robert Downey Jr., David Duchovny, or Bradley Cooper? So I'm going to level with you here, Chris. I have been a woman for approximately two years, and those were not the years where Sex in the City was popular. Uh, my wife was a big fan until she kind of grew out of it at the age of 23. God love her. Um, I'm going to throw a wild-ass guess in and say David Duchovny had better stuff to do. Unfortunately not. Robert Downey Jr., actually. I think that was during the time when he couldn't get a job. Well, I mean, it's really hard to get a job when you're a resident of the state. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> this was this was before he was in vogue. This is before, I think, before he was even sober. So, Yeah, fair enough. We're going to move right along. This in is going Pul- great for me. <laughs> in his Pulitzer Prize winning biography, Eleanor and Franklin... Author Joseph P. Lash shed light on which U.S. president? You'll notice the absence and the blank stare I'm giving you because you said Eleanor and Franklin was the name of the biography. Is there any universe where the answer isn't Franklin Roosevelt? I I have no. to go with that. It is Franklin Delano <laughs> yeah. Roosevelt. So these questions were in the gamut of ridiculously easy, like give you the answer in the question to right. insanely hard. You know, there's a name for that kind of question. I've patented it. It's called a douchey trick question. (laughs) Douchey trick question. Ask around. It's a thing. I will try not to add trick questions in here, but this list was compiled by a group of us, so we'll see. I'll take whatever you throw at me, baby. All right, here we go. Dubbed the father of American literature by William Faulkner, what author and humorist said, whenever you find yourself on the side of the majority, it's time to pause and reflect. So the, the Pavlov trivia part of my brain is saying humorist plus American equals Mark Twain. It's probably Mark Twain. There's a reasonable chance it's somebody else. Uh, the only other humorist I can think of that would be somebody that Faulkner would talk about would be like Oscar Wilde and he was British. So yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna lock in with Mark Twain. Mark Twain is 100% a correct answer or Samuel Clemens. Oh, oh, we're going to um actually the Samuel Clemens here? We it's are. It's that kind of show. <laughs> Oh, it's whatever kind of show I want it to be. <laughs> All right. Developed by an elementary school teacher, Airborne is a popular herbal remedy that aims to do what? It aims to keep my wife uh, not at home sick with a cold or the flu or whatever weird child <laughs> disease is going around this week. 100% correct. It aims to fight off colds. All right. We are moving right along. <laughs> oh, she she freebases the stuff. Let me tell you. Oh my! I just I'm just sitting there going like, why didn't I? I didn't take that out. I didn't take that when my daughter was sick for ev for once a month for every the first two years of her life. But hey, yeah, it's so almost decent too. I've had it, uh, and it's just it's so it's in the uncanny valley of is this like a a flavoring for bottled water or is yes. this straight up BC powder? It's somewhere in that uncanny valley. It is. It is. Um. It the yeah the citrus one's not bad. All right, we're moving on. A type of molecule, cubane, gets its name because its structure resembles a shape with how many sides? Sides. So we're talking faces, right? Correct. Because there are there are math people who I know who will listen to this recording and they will yell at me the difference between faces and edges. I may or may not be one of them. Uh, let's go with six sides. Six, uh, six sides, six faces is correct. Unfortunately, I don't know who I can point you to yell at for the phrasing of that question. Uh, I choose Tim Dipple. Yeah, I'm good with that one, actually. Tim, that's on you. Before starting a successful shoe company, Klaus Martens held what position in the German army? Ooh, position in the army. He's Doc Martens, obviously, but is that a position you would call somebody there? I'm going to go with, with, with medical doctor. Doctor is correct. I'm like, do I need to be more specific? Do I get to say podiatrist because several people will get that joke? (laughs) Oh, this is going so well. You can't tee up the foot content with me, Chris, and not expect some commentary. That's true. That is true. (laughs) In printmaking, which tool is used to rub the back of the paper to bring it in full contact with the ink? A Baron, a Gofin, or a Kento? I'm so glad this is multiple choice because I was going to 
be very, very inappropriate with it. Uh, let's go with the one that you said was gopher, but it's not a gopher because it's just a three-sided coin flip in my head either way. And I don't remember two of the options at this point. Unfortunately not. It's a baron. A baron is what we're looking for. No, no. A baron owns a barony. I, <laughs> I, I can look this up. It's going to be one of those days. All right. Now, remember, Chris, you also get a timeout if needed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to get another drink here real quick. There you go. Catch up. We are moving right along. What signature piece of clothing by Diane von Furstenberg celebrated its 40th anniversary in 2014? 20th anniversary in 2014. That would put it in 74. I recognize the name von Furstenstein. Uh, Versenstein von first von Furstenberg. Whatever. I, I had already moved on from not caring that I mispronounced it. Uh, is it the iconic little black dress? I think there's a reasonable chance it is. Let's go with that. I'm going to flag that one because I, I don't know if these are the same things or not. I have it as a wrap dress, but it might be a little. No, more I fun. think a wrap dress is more accurate than that. The little black black dress probably predates uh, von Frankenstein. <laughs> All right. We are moving right along. Let's see here. Who is Barry Gordy Jr.? Uh, the son of Barry Gordy Sr. What is Barry Gordy Jr. best known for founding? It's probably a Oh, Motown way. Records. Motown Records is correct. <laughs> that was, I have opinions as a professional writer as to the nature of that question. Who is Barry Gordy Jr.? Some dude is not wrong. That is yeah, you're not you're not wrong. What casino game allows gamblers to make an insurance bet against losing to the house? Uh, preferably any game I am actively playing, but most likely blackjack. Blackjack is correct. Not a big blackjack person. I go back and forth on it. There's there's some number theory involved. Uh, it's the best kind of game where you can not cheat and still be called a cheat and then be kicked out of every casino in Vegas. <laughs> it's like, I'm just good crap. at math. You're going to ban me for math? That's true. I, I just prefer my craps. All right. Moving I don't on. know that we want to talk about that on camera, but okay. He, crap. Uh, I'm done. I'm done. This recording's <laughs> over. Uh, <laughs> we're moving right along here. Uh, someone's what is often referred to as chicken scratch. Uh, my specific handwriting. Handwriting is correct. And actually, it does say Jay Borsum's handwriting. So, yeah. Well, yeah, no, it's the right and only answer. Trust me. That's, that's part of the reason I shortened my first name is because I didn't want to keep screwing up extra letters. I did not know you were a doctor. Hey, you learned something new today. Well, podiatrist, we've we've gone over this. That's time. true. That's true. Well, it's it's more a hobby. It's a little early in the episode to be coming full circle. It's a passing fancy, as they say. All right, we're going to hit you right in your wheelhouse here, Jay. In the Bizet opera Carmen, the flirtatious Carmen works in what type of establishment? Oh, it's like the one thing I know about opera ever. Uh, I am notoriously bad at opera questions. She works in a cigar factory. Uh, I'm, I've got it as a cigarette factory, but I'm giving you the points there. Okay, it's t tobacco, tobacco at that point. <laughs> Moving along. What three-word phrase is written on Martin Luther King Jr.'s gravestone? Free at last. Free at last is correct. You yeah, are on the roll. Yeah, you're not going to get funny banter on that. It's too important to uh, rip on. Agreed. Hey, we can get funny banter on this. What beverage is named for the shitty football team at the University of Florida where it was developed? <laughs> Please tell me that that is verbatim the question. It, I had to add the shitty part in there because I went to Florida State University. Oh, there you go. I hate Florida State. They beat the uh, Northern Illinois uh, Huskies in the Orange Bowl back in like. Yeah, y'all were talking trash the entire game. Yeah, well, we made it to a bowl game, and y'all were like, you shouldn't be here. You don't go to a big enough school. We're like, we won the game, so eat my ass. Uh, anyway, this is Gatorade. We're not going to get into this, but we, we can take that off air, but Gatorade is correct. Next question here. In Dante's The Divine Comedy, a sign at Hell's entrance instructs ye who enter here to do what? Uh, take off your shoes so you don't track in any mud, or abandon all hope. Abandon all hope is what I have here, but the first one's actually probably pretty accurate. The I devil. Mean, Satan is notoriously pedantic about that. No, he just has a foot fetish. There is nothing wrong with that, and I'm not here for that erasure. That's that's true. All right, which mineral which caused a ruckus in the Western United States helped fund the Civil War? I hmm. See, I have pause because I don't 
if it's the answer that I think it is, I don't know that I would use the term mineral to describe this. Uh, I think we're talking about, see, I'm between gold and silver because there were both rushes. Uh, silver, I think more broadly so. I'm going, I'm going to go against my gut and say silver. I think this question is harder than it seems. Uh, it is not. Uh, a lot of it was actually gold based. Ah, uh, fair, fair. Moving. I right talked along. myself out of it in real time. I'm you did. Great. You did. That was an inter interesting study right there. Earl Dixon invented and patented what item that is found in most homes in their first aid kit? I'm trying to think of a funny answer because I can't think of a right answer. <laughs> uh, I don't. Let's go with. I have no idea who this is. He could have invented anything. Uh, let's go with something that's incredibly common in first aid kits. Let's say the adhesive bandage. Uh, I am stuck on banded brand, so germs won't stick on me. Band-aids or adhesive bandages is correct. Oh, no kidding. All right, I'll Nicely take it. done. Good, Paul. You know, close your eyes, you swing at T-ball, eventually you're going to hit the ball. <laughs> That's why I tell my eight-year-old. That actually sums up my T-ball experience. <laughs> can't be afraid of the ball if you can't see the ball. Uh, that's true. The ball's not really moving. All right. What bridge was at the center of a scandal involving New Jersey Governor Chris Christie? Oh, what the shit was the name of that bridge? Uh, I think it was one of the ones that connects Manhattan to Jersey. Uh, and I've got plenty of people in my community that are New Yorkers, New Jerseyans who are screaming at their radios right now. Uh, let's see. You've got, you've got the Brooklyn Bridge, which obviously doesn't connect to Jersey because that's not where Brooklyn is. Uh and I, I have notoriously screwed up content uh, before about bridges and tunnels coming off of Manhattan. So let's say, let's say the Snooky Memorial Bridge, just so I can be funny instead of being wrong. <laughs> You're both. You're both. It's the simple one. It's the George Washington Bridge. Oh, yeah. I don't know that I would have pulled that out of the back of my head. That's right. Which land, sorry, which landlocked Pennsylvania town shares its name with a famous New Jersey location and a famous reality television show? You're going to make me say Snooky twice in a row? Yes, <laughs> yes I am. Uh, here's, here's the thing. When you say, you said landlocked Pennsylvania town? Yep. Aren't they like all landlocked? Pretty much. Yeah, I mean, there's there's like Erie that's on a lake, kind of. Uh, I don't know. For whatever reason, the word Centralia came to mind, and it's probably wrong. Uh, Centralia, I think, is that city in Pennsylvania that's like been on fire for 50 years. Uh, but it sounds like it'd be landlocked, so let's go with it. Uh, believe it or not, there's actually a city in Pennsylvania called Jersey Shore. Oh, I, I am overthinking the shit out of these questions. That one was Jersey Shore. We're moving along. We're going to get you back on track here with a music question. Before he went solo, British singer Morrissey was the frontman to what 80s band? Oh, Morrissey sucks. I hate him. <laughs> the fuck was the name of his band? I know it. They're all sad. It's the whole point of emo. It's like everything's sad. Mike, Mike uh, the Smiths. The there it is. Right now. Say that again. Yeah, he was the, the frontman for the Smiths. The Smiths is correct. Nicely done. Fuck Morrissey. <laughs> <laughs> all right. How many episodes of the quote-unquote real-time TV series 24 would it take to depict the events of a single week? 168. Damn, you got there quick. I couldn't even finish my beer. That is correct. You're making me do drinking math, which honestly is my wheelhouse, so keep them coming. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. <laughs> I'm going to mispronounce the name. Of the hell, I'm going to mispronounce the name of this. We are 29 minutes left. Guemica, G-U-E-M-I-C-A, is a 1937 oil painting by what artist? Uh, Chris, let's do a pause there real quick. You're going to want to take that back. There's a typo in your question. It's Guernica. Guernica. Oh, no, there's not a typo in my question. The beer made the R and the N look like okay. an M. Yeah, it was either a typo or it, they kind of alighted together if you had them printed out. It is 100% Guernica, but I think you know the answer. What is it? I don't remember the question other than what the hell is Guernica? Oh, it's Guernica. Were you asking for Picasso or the Spanish Pablo Civil Picasso. War? Yeah, we're okay. looking for who painted it. So Picasso. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Yeah, it's answer. Picasso. It's it's his masterwork. Wow. I need to change this to Comic Sans quick. <laughs> All right. What pop artist designed the famous love postage stamp and gave Boston a perpetual rainbow on the side of a storage tank? 
Ooh, I, I know the postage stamp you're talking about. It's the one with the the O in a heart, and I think the art the, the heart is kind of offset at an angle. Uh, for whatever reason, that makes me think Andy Warhol, which is wrong because the timing isn't going to work out on that, but I don't have a better answer. So let's say Warhol and hope. Uh, Warhol, unfortunately, is not correct. We're looking for Corita Kent. Corita Kent. I'm sure we were. I was never going to give that to you. Hey, not, not a problem. What is the dense uppermost layer of leaves of a rainforest called? I'm going to do that thing where I overthink it, and then I'm going to stop <laughs> overthinking it, and I'm going to say canopy. The canopy is what we're looking for. <laughs> just just like, stop it. It's, just it's stop like, it. what the hell else could it be? Unless you're looking for some like hyper-specific arboretum term, you nerd. All right. Before its country suffered a 15-year civil war, what city was known as the Paris of the Middle East? Ooh, that's an interesting question because it gives me no strong indication of when the heck we're talking. Um, Paris in the Middle East. My my head goes straight to Baghdad. I don't know how right that is. I don't know what else I'd say, though. Uh, and you know what? I want to keep making you ask me silly questions. So Baghdad. Unfortunately not. Uh, we're looking for Beirut. You can look for Beirut all you want. I don't recommend it, though. Not right now. No. Not at the moment. Yeah. No, it's, the past, it had its heyday. Yeah. Yeah. All right. By definition, a gully washer is a sudden strong what? Sounds like that would be like a flash flood in Australia. Uh, close. It's a, it's a sudden and quickly onsetting rainstorm or thunderstorm. Okay. I'll let you decide if that's worth it or not, but eh. Moving right along. I did mark that as a note. I do think there is a difference between. No, that's uh, fair. No, that's, that's a, right and fair. A tsunami. All right. Which of these is not one of the three corners of the mysterious Bermuda Triangle? Puerto Rico, Hispaniola, or Jamaica? I was hoping you'd say Bermuda and limit one of the options. Uh, so the, there are two. Wait, I have to think this through because Bermuda that is a corner. Is not, that question is not worded correctly. We're going to skip it. I was going to say because like nope, Florida, we're... like Miami or the southern tip of Florida is one of the ends. Bermuda yep. is another the end. And I think. Puerto Rico is the third, but that's what it's looking for, actually. Okay. Yeah, no, it was it was yeah. I'm giving you credit. You got it right. You got it right. So we're moving along. I answered the wrong question the right way. Well, the answer it. I have is Puerto Rico, but it does say which one of these is not. So uh, makes up for your climatology bullshit on the previous question. That's true. You mean by all means come at me. Chris at pubtriviaexperience.com. And uh Tim at pubtriviaexperience.com for the real hate. That's true. Send it all to Tim. I don't want to hear it. I, have a I tell people I have a all very the time, send your hate mail to Jeremy at liquidcourage.com. It's not even a real email address. It's great. <laughs> Arts are real. I hope Tim gets hate mail. We are moving <laughs> along. What is the term for a natural depression in a land surface in a land surface formed by the dissolution and collapse of a cavern roof? Uh, my college life. <laughs> it's... I. I'm probably not right on this. Uh, I don't know that I have a stronger answer. Uh, Caldera is coming to mind. I don't think it's right, but let's lock it in and move on. Unfortunately not. We're looking at something similar or very simple here. Uh, we're familiar with them in Florida. That is a sinkhole. Oh, God. Okay. Yeah, ours just show up uh, on the streets in Chicago. No, they swallow people whole in Florida. It happens. <laughs> that sounds like a very Floridian thing to happen. It, I mean, it, it's our it's our, our journey into hell. So it's like a rite of passage. What type of candy did Ronald Reagan famously give to guests at the White House? If it's candy and it's Reagan, it's got to be jelly beans. Jelly beans is correct. In a hit song from 1982, Thomas Dolby revealed, she blinded me with what? I have to decide how I answer this, and there's a reason for that. Do I shout out another popular trivia podcast with this? Yes. Or do I, or do I subvert the trope? I'm just, you know what? I'm all for self-promotion, other promotion. Oh, it's, yeah, it's, oh, this, it's Trivial Warfare. I don't know how much promotion they need, but they, uh, they make sure. a whole big deal out of saying it in the Thomas Dolby voice, science. Science is correct. We are moving, yeah, they don't need our help. Jonathan is doing just fine. Jonathan needs no assistance from me, I promise you. Uh, yes, same boat. Love you, Jonathan. Promote my stuff. <laughs> oh, he will. What famous musical act shares its name with a dish traditionally served on New Year's Day in the South? Ooh, would that be Black Eyed Peas? I don't know. I don't necessarily want to lock that in. But Southern dish, 
music act. I don't know if it's traditional to serve it New Year's Day, but I don't have a better answer than Black Eyed Peas. Well, I'm in the South, and I can tell you it is traditional to serve it New Year's Day. Black Eyed, Black Eyed Peas is correct. Nice. I, I had Menudo in my head for like the first <laughs> half of that question. Like, music act named for food, and you said South. I'm like, okay, Mexico, Menudo, all right. And then you said, like, New Year's Day. I'm like, fuck. I <laughs> no, it wasn't any good. Yet. Any any New Year's Day you're waking up to eat food is a bad New Year's Eve, in my opinion. Uh, any New Year's Day that you're waking up to listen to Menudo is also a bad New Year's Day, in my hey, opinion. Hey, you, Ricky Martin went hard on Couple Life, and he did that for us. Oh, I am living La Vida Loco. We are moving along. Robin Williams won a Best Supporting Actor Oscar for what film? I'm pretty sure that's Goodwill Hunting, which is weird because, like, he had so many other really excellent, well, I guess leading roles. So, no, I'll go with Goodwill Hunting and not feel too bad about it. It's not your fault, Jay. It's not my it's fault. not your fault. Goodwill Hunting is correct. And, by the way, is one of my top five favorite movies of all time. I love that film. Oh, fantastic movie. In the logo for the office supply company Staples, what letter appears to be formed by a bent staple? This awkward silence brought to you by air spelling. Uh, I think it's the L. I, it I can't imagine L. it's anything but the L, yeah. It is the L. That is correct. The Euphrates River runs through which of the following countries? Iraq, Saudi Iraq. Arabia. Yep, Iraq is correct. It, yeah, Didn't Cradle of Civilization, Tigris and Euphrates. It's Didn't even need to It's literally history there, 101 because history kind of started there. That's true. Well, to be fair, to be white fair. people history started there. <laughs> to be fair. All right. Sorry, no letter Kenny fans. I'll move right on and show Oh, no, no. Out. Continue to riff. That's what I appreciate about you. <laughs> what Smithsonian Museum Smithsonian Museum was originally built for 2 million annual visitors? but routinely sees four times as many. So the question is, can I name an individual museum within the Smithsonian complex? Um, I don't have a better guess than the National Air and Space Museum, so I'm going to go with that. Oh, there's the reason it's the one that comes to everyone's first uh, top of their mind. Air and Space is correct. Nicely done, Jay. you got about 20 minutes remaining. Oh, you've got about 20 minutes remaining. I'm doing well, I, great. i got about 15. I'm going to be uh, <laughs> whoo. Three sheets to the wind. I might finish this up with a shot of whiskey. I'm All continuing right. with shots of rum. Get on my level. I don't want to. I have to work tomorrow. So do you, I though. Shrug. So. You're fine. You do, too. You yeah, do but too. I'm self-employed. My boss isn't going to fire me. Carry on. And my boss is an alcoholic. So what do the... So a is mine! Oh my god. Okay, I gotta take a second. Hold on. <laughs> Woo! All right. What did the A and M originally stand for in Texas AM University? Originally. Originally, they stood for. I can't think of a good riff. Uh let's go with what is probably the correct answer, which is agricultural and manufacturing. Unfortunately, not agricultural. It, is and mechanical. it mechanical? Ah, obviously, two not some clerks too enough because the riff answer would have been ass to mouth. You know, I'm not here to yuck yums. <laughs> we are moving right along. What country boasts the biggest barrier reef of corals in the world? What a if it's not question. Australia, I don't know what the hell it would be. So let's say Australia. It is Australia. I mean, they call it the Great Barrier Reef, and I don't think it's because it's got five star reviews on Yelp. <laughs> That is correct. <coughs> My lord. You got me you've laughing those, too much. You've seen those reviews that people put out, by the way, for yes, like I national have. landmarks and stuff. Like Grand Canyon, one star, no good parking. <laughs> I have 100% seen those. That is actually one of my favorite things to do. I think I've written a trivia around about like the worst reviews for the most obvious things you should not write reviews about. I'm writing an entire game based on bad movie summaries. Ooh, I have... And we can we can riff on this, but I have a ton of that content. We can talk afterwards. Oh, yeah, we'll do it. Uh, let's see here. In figure skating, which of these crowd-pleasing maneuvers requires two skaters? A triple axle, a death spiral, or a salcho jump? 
Uh, it's not a sow cow jump, and I'm going to do the glasses thing on that. Uh, it's yeah. definitely not an axle. So it's the what? What was the other one called? The death the spiral. Death, yeah, death spiral. It's the one. It's the one that looks like the the Popchenko from uh, the Cutting Edge, where the uh, the the lady partner's head comes like an inch from the the top of the ice. Uh, yeah, the death spiral is correct. Uh, my apologies for Salcal jump not being pronounced correctly. Didn't look at the pronunciation. Oh, my wife would have hung me if I didn't correct you on that. She uh, <laughs> was she was an Olympic hopeful figure skater around the age of ten. She she had aspirations and she had some gumption. That's awesome. Yeah, I didn't I didn't know her then, so uh, she's probably lying to me. It's fine. I love you, honey. Hey, <laughs> you're gonna make me cough out everything. Uh, I'm going to get divorced if I keep drinking, so let's carry on. Oh, Lord. All right. What is the second lightest element on the periodic table? Uh, helium. Helium is correct. What Saturday Night Live alum both penned and appeared in the 2004 film Mean Girls? Ooh, Amy. No, not Amy Poehler. I retcon that. It's the other one. It's Tina Fey. Tina Fey is correct. What Major League Baseball batter set a record for most strikeouts in a single season with 223 in 2009? Oh, what the hell is the name of the White Sox guy who couldn't hit to save his life? He was a three true outcome guy um, and and focused way too much. I'm probably not even thinking the right guy. Um, shit, he played on the Phillies. He played on the White Sox. He was like, he was a distraction in in the clubhouse he brought his kid to uh to a practice once and that caused some issues what the shit is his name i don't know i'm gonna tap out on this one i cannot pull his name uh, i've got the name is mark reynolds that is not at all who i was thinking of i think reynolds played for the rangers back then yeah, but I mark reynolds i don't believe played for the white Sox. so yeah who the you tell me chris this is your podcast who the hell am i thinking of i i know who you're thinking of i don't it's the uh Oh, he got into it with the pitcher because the starting pitcher is the one that was running his mouth about it. Right. What the? F- uh, like, well, Adam, Adam something. Adam Dunn. Wouldn't have been Adam Dunn. All right. Way wrong podcast. This no, is except it was totally Adam Dunn that I was thinking of. You are oh, right it? on that. Yeah. All right, well, let's see here. We're going to stick in sports for a second. Which two tennis players combined to compete in the Battle of the Sexes in 1973? Uh, the woman was Billie Jean King. The guy was Bobby Riggs. Yep, and screw Bobby Riggs. That is correct. I just screw him all the way, yeah. Typically preferring to wade rather than swim, which of these birds does not have webbed feet? A penguin, a crane, or a pelican? Ooh, it's not a penguin. Penguins swim, and my wife loves penguins. Is it a crane or a pelican? That's a good question. Uh, I have look of all the feet-related facts that I know, <laughs> bird feet are remarkably low on that list. Uh, pelican. Ooh, I'm looking. I'm looking in my head at the New Orleans Pelicans logo, and I don't recall them having web feet. Let's say the Pelicans. Unfortunately, not. It's the crane. Fuck New Orleans. Move on. Uh, I love New Orleans. Hey, that's fine for you. You live near there and you're used to their weather. Well, I, I have their weather. That's correct. Um, all right. Leggett's four leafed namesake. What is the bowling term for scoring four consecutive strikes? I've always heard of it just under the term a four bagger. Like it is there an alternate term like clover? there is. OK, clover is correct. OK, fine. I'm. Like I've competed in in bowling leagues, and I've only ever heard the term four bagger. It's you know one, two, turkey, four bagger, five bagger, et cetera, et cetera, and then uh, I get off the lane because my cheese sticks are ready. I, I've never gotten past one, so hey, congrats! I think I bowled a turkey once, and I was like sixteen. I'm gonna show my my lack of knowledge when it comes to liquors other than bourbon here. Pastis, sambuca, and ouzo, o u z o are three similar liqueurs that all have what distinctive flavor? You're either looking for anise or licorice, and I'm not sure which the card says. Uh, anise is what I have. Okay. yeah, Not it, a card, just an Excel spreadsheet, but anise. Yeah, they, no, it's, they, it's I most properly, especially, well, though, yeah, so. especially when it comes to Uzo, it's most uh, properly anise. I think Sambuca is technically licorice, but it's there. It's six of one, half dozen of the other. Yeah. So, uh, the Sambuca, first shot I ever did when I turned 21 was a shot of Sambuca because my mother was a raging alcoholic. Who drinks Sambuca? Who takes shots of Sambuca? You sip that. It's a dessert drink. 
Oh no, you light it on fire and then you drink it and then you yell Sambuca. It's tradition. World's worst Italian. My best friend in high school was Greek. So when we were in college, he would just slam down the ouzo. And I'm like, this is so close to this thing I love, but it's not. And I can't go toe to toe with you, buddy. No, thank you. I'm not shooting that. I'm not shooting black licorice. That's not going to happen. Oh, I love black licorice. I can't do ouzo that much. It's too, it's too dry. It's not sweet enough. And I feel like I'm judged every time I sip it. I, I like my Sambuca. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say anything. I like my Sambuca, but I gotta say, but it's a it's a an after dinner dessert drink. Oh, anything else? Yeah, no, we can agree on that for sure. Which state is home to Glacier Bay, Katmai, K A T M A I, and Kenai Fjords National Parks? And I'm mispronouncing two of those names. It's got to be Alaska. Let's Alaska, Alaska is correct. Yeah. I said oh, no, some are been... easy, some are hard. You got about ten. Yeah, uh... you said Glacier and Fjord, and it's not Norway. It's got to be Alaska. We have about 13 minutes left here, Jay. We're going to keep on rolling. A classic 1984 Super Bowl commercial titled 1984 introduced what product to the public? The Macintosh through the swing of a hammer throw. The Macintosh computer is a correct answer. All right. We got to take that time out real quick. All right. We are taking the time out. Uh, brain is fine. Rum bottle is empty. <laughs> All right. Go, uh, go do what you need to do. All right, Jay, we are back from your time out, and it looked like you grabbed another bottle. What, what pray tell, is that? It is a new bottle of Siesta Key Spice Rum from Sarasota, <laughs> Florida. You are uh, on brand. I, I've decided I'm mad at the distillery because they changed the, the format of the bottle. It used to be like one of the, the tall 750s, and now it looks kind of like a brandy bottle, and I don't think I'm bougie enough to drink out of it, but I'm not going to let that stop me. There you go. Actually, it looks like the exact same bottle Weller puts their bourbon in. So, yeah, no, I can see that. It's it's very bourbony. It's it's a great label if you look. It's actually a dope label. Very classy, right. yeah. But I miss I miss the old days of one bottle ago. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very nostalgic for ten minutes that ago. Bottle drinking. I was drinking eight minutes ago. It's it's I gone know, forever. It's man. Over there in the recycling bin, and I I've already poured one out for the homies into my stomach. You could just put a funnel in and like pour the new bourbon in the new rum in the old rum bottle if you really want it to be that. Well, person. that uh, yeah, but that's effort. And the whole point of drinking straight from the bottle is I don't have to mix anything. It's a valid point. It's a valid point. Uh, Jay, we're going to go ahead. Your time will begin after I read your next question. I will caution you by saying this question is a little weirdly worded, so I will not start the timer until you actually give me an answer on this. Okay, that's good. And I'm pretty much queued up for weird at this point. Here we go. According, edit point Chris, according to a well-known saying, if you can rem- if you can remember what decade, then you weren't really there. Oh, there were a, just a metric shit ton of drugs in the 60s. Let's go with the 60s. The 60s is correct. Moving right along. Headlines read Deja Blue after what NFL team scored a Super Bowl win over the Patriots in 2012? Oh, I love the fact that Eli Manning is not a great quarterback and he beat Tom Brady twice. It's the it's the New York Giants. He's still getting into the Hall of Fame. Yeah, but he's maybe the third best Manning to ever play in the NFL. I didn't know Cooper played. That's kind of cool. Good for you, Cooper. <laughs> Well, to be fair, Archie uh, was saddled by a really shit Saints team in the that's, 70s. That's true. That is 100% true. All right. Often used as a magic symbol, a pentacle is what shape? Ooh, is that a pentacle? Is that a star, like a five-pointed pentagram without the circle? So it I'll is. just say a star, yeah. The five-pointed star, nicely done. What African country experienced a golden diamond rush in the late 1800s? Oh, I think this question is going to be gross. I don't want it to be gross. I want to do the thing where if somebody asks a question about an African country, the correct answer is Djibouti because it's ostensibly the funniest thing to ever answer. But I think this is South Africa. So I'm going to say South Africa. You went for the right answer over the funny answer. South Africa is correct. Can we talk about Elon Musk for like, 10 and a half more minutes because he sucks. Oh, so we bad. I think we can all agree on that. The yeah, worst part of Iron Man 2. Yeah, no, we're, we're not treading new territory there for sure. No, no. But also the worst part of Iron Man 2. And oh, that's easily. weird to say because like 
Mickey Rourke was chewing scenery the entire time. We're moving on. We're moving. Oh, on. Mickey Rourke was maybe the best part of Iron Man two. We can have this discussion if only. Oh, no, Scarlett Johansson of... was the best part of Iron Man two. Uh, okay, I. You're not wrong. We can we can tie that. If only you had some kind of podcast where you could just de- debate like the best superhero movie. Uh, done and done. I'll start that tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hung to dry for two months. Oh my gosh. Hakarl, H A K A R A L. Hakarl, got it. Is a fermented Icelandic delicacy made from what ocean animal? You want something better than fish, don't you? I do. Yeah. Can we just, can we go back to those halcyon days where I got to make hot Carl jokes? No. Uh, let's say um, between herring and mackerel, and they're both wrong, so let's say herring. Uh, no, it's actually shark. Fuck it's you, it's not shark. shark. Nobody eats shark, you're lying. I, I am lying, actually. I made all this up. None of these questions have been accurate. I, I agree. All your right much. Every question I got wrong, you made up. Every question that I got right, I probably wrote for a World Trivia Federation question like six months ago. Like legitimately, I just went onto your blog. I just went onto yours. I just as you as you write questions, I copy paste, copy paste, and then I look you up. Wouldn't wrong be answers. the first. <laughs> <laughs> we can talk about that off mic. In what death-defying extreme sport, sorry, for what death-defying extreme sport is the small coastal town of Nazar, Portugal, famous? Ooh, I want to say that that's like cliff diving. But I'm going to look at the camera and decide, based on your (laughs) facial expressions, if I should say cliff diving. And because there's a light right behind your head and I can't read your facial expressions, I'm going to say cliff diving. That's my halo. That is my halo. Okay. It's very Uh, distracting. Unfortunately not. Uh, We're talking big wave surfing. Surfing is the correct answer, which is kind of you were talking big wave surfing. I was clearly talking cliff diving. I enunciated and everything. We are moving along. Which of these musical acts gets its name from its bassist's days working as a cashier at Starbucks? Doughboy's Cash Out, Nickelback, or Sauce Money? Well, since I've never heard of two of those and Nickelback sucks and you seem to be asking me questions about things that suck, let's say Nickelback. Nickelback is a correct answer. A tea cozy is commonly made out of what type of material? Lace, I would assume, yeah. Uh, yeah really, they they have cloth in general, like any type of paper cloth. Or lace, yes. yeah. It's all famously, fancy. Sorry, famously, Taylor Swift grew up on a farm that grew what? Shit, I don't know. And the shit is because I have a number of Swifties in my community, and they're yelling at me right now. Uh, I have no effing idea what her farm grew. Uh, wheat sounds safe. Actually, it was weed. Really? No. God damn it. It would have been way cooler if it was weed. It is always cooler to be weed, Chris. <laughs> actually, this is actually pretty cool because I knew this one. It was a Christmas tree farm. Your weed is better. Tell it's Taylor Christmas? Swift to go back in time and convince her parents to grow a weed. I love the fact so that, that if I had the chance to talk to Taylor Swift, that's what I'm telling her. Yeah, in no universe am I still going to get the point on this. I just want Taylor Swift to have grown up on a weed farm. Is that so much to ask? Oh, God, that would have been... Oh, man, that album, 1989, would have been way different. Oh, my God. That's the one Taylor Swift album I can name. It would have been... Yeah, Fish would have uh, appeared a lot more as a guest (laughs) artist. All right. The last album to feature the original lineup of Funkadelic has which unappetizing title? Damn idea. Um, they're not lying. This is a really unappetizing. Say, oh, what was the Icelandic shark thing you mentioned like <laughs> five questions ago? Let's go with that because that sounded unappetizing. Okay. I'm sorry. You want to go with Hot Carl? Really? Yes. I want to go with Hot Carl on this. Why not? <laughs> Unfortunately, not. We're looking for Maggot Brain. Yeah, there's nothing unfortunate about me saying hot Carl on this. You, I, I, I know that you're dialed into saying that to make me feel better, but I am 14 sips into this bottle of Siesta Key. We're that's good. That's a brand new bottle. That is a brand new bottle. Well, it was. It was. That's true. 
All right, we're moving right along. A familiar sight to people who excel at carnival games. The goldfish is technically a member of what fish family? The carp. It is a carp, not just a forgotten player from the original Mighty Ducks. Ooh, deep dive. Love it. Introduced in 1963, the Easy Bake Oven includes ingredients allowing to kids to make a miniature form of what food item? Back in 63? Is there a food that is racism? <laughs> uh, I don't know, like a chocolate cake? Uh, in general, it was just actually just cake, but that is uh, giving you the points there. All right. Who is the youngest justice currently sitting on the U.S. Supreme Court? Ooh. Um, youngest justice currently. It's not going to be Sotomayor. It's not going to be Kagan. It's going to be one of the ones who suck. Uh, that leads me to Kavanaugh or Coney Barrett. Coney, you know what? I'm going to do the nice thing, and I'm going to assume Coney Barrett is younger than she looks. I'm going to say Amy Coney Barrett. Coney Barrett is a correct answer. Coney Barrett is rarely a correct answer, but I'll take the point. No comment. Moving right along. <laughs> Oh, that's why I'm the guest. I get to make the comments. Exactly. I get to be politically correct. <clears throat> I miss Roe v. Wade, and I have opinions about it. Ditto. We're moving right along. A U.S. president and an actress from a TV series, The Golden Girls, share what surname? Arthur. Arthur is correct. No idea why that one jumped to mind, except for the Golden Girls are the best girls. They would have been the bridesmaids at my wedding. If I had any saying who the bridesmaids were moving right along, what was the London building that the Tate Museum now occupies before it became an art museum? So what was its original purpose? I don't know. It wasn't like the Tower of London. Um, you know, why not? Let's let's call it a, a jail or a tower or a London building that you'll give me points for because I've been drinking a lot. Unfortunately not. You didn't name a correct answer. It's actually a power plant. Your face is a power plant. Let's move on. Damn. All right. <laughs> Moving right into an easy question. Shaggy, Scooby, Thelma, Daphne, and Fred drive around in a van with what written on the side? Okay. So I am not here for this Velma erasure. That was my Halloween costume. Uh, the The van was called the, well, the, the organization was called Mystery Incorporated. And I believe that that's what was said on the outside of the van. Uh, no, the game. van actually says Mystery Machine. Your face says Mystery Machine. It does. It's, it's actually it's a it's an it's a very versatile tattoo. face. Yeah, it's an invisible tattoo. Moving right along here. What product of the famous perfume? What? Sorry. What is the product of the famous perfumes named Chanel Number no. Five and Chanel Number no. Nineteen? When I their powers combine. They make what? I literally don't understand the question. You want to run that one back for me? Yep. So what is the product of the famous perfumes named Chanel number no. five and Chanel number no. 19? So they. Is this just like a secretly math question where the answer is 95? It is. Holy okay, shit. Okay, cool. All right. Good Again, goal. I don't get basic information right when I'm drinking, but math, <laughs> math, sir. I couldn't have gotten that right in high school, let alone now. I was a mathlete and my dating life proves it. We're moving right along. What medicinal medicinal and landscaping plant is called a quote-unquote living fossil having hardly changed in over 200 million years? You keep throwing living fossils at me. Uh, I can't think of anything but ferns, and I don't know if I kill more time. I'm going to think of anything better. Uh, so let's say Djibouti. <laughs> it is a living fossil. Unfortunately, the, the, the hint in there was medicinal. This is ginkgo. Do I have to mention your face? No, I hear it looks like Djibouti. <laughs> Moving right along. Insult, sir, and I'm not here for it. <laughs> I'm so happy. How much time is left, left Chris? Uh, too much. A minute and a half. <laughs> We're doing great. <laughs> home stretch. Bring it home, buddy. In which country would you find Om? Oh, my God, Omtepi Island, Matumbo Volcano, and the footprints of? Akahontalinka. Let's say so, Kenya and Hope. Uh, no, unfortunately, Nicaragua is what we're looking for. Moving right along, which reggae star appears on most of Massive Attack's releases? Ooh. 
I haven't thought of Massive Attack in a long time. Uh, when you say reggae, my mind immediately goes to Bob Marley, and I don't know that I have a better answer. Let's say that. Unfortunately not. Horace Andy is what we're looking for. Horace He's never going to pull that, so I'm okay with it. Known formally as Ciramen, what substance in your head is either flaky, flaky or gooey, depending on your genes? That's C-E-R-U-M-E-N. That'd be like dandruff? I'm going to go with dandruff. Why not? Uh, unfortunately, it's actually earwax. I got to stop saying your face is insert answer I got wrong here because I'm wearing that bit thin. <laughs> you got 30 seconds to come up with a new bit. All right. What Chicago Bears running back was known as the Galloping Ghost? Gale Sayers, Red Grange, or Bronco Nagurski? Ooh, Red Grange. Red Grange is correct. My Monday night weekly trivia show is a half block away from the Galloping Ghost Arcade in Brookfield, Illinois. There you go. The first and only mayor of Sonol, California, was what type of animal? A cat. Unfortunately, a dog is what we're looking for. We got it's time unfortunately for, for them. Yeah, we got time for one last question here, Jay. All right, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna focus all of my thoughts. I'm gonna pretend I haven't been drinking straight from a bottle of rum for the last 45 minutes. I'm gonna give you my A game, Chris. Bring it. And your last question is in the category of musicals. What Broadway musical features the song Food, Glorious Food? Shit. What Broadway musical does feature the song Food, Glorious Food? I... I don't goddamn know. I know the song. I know a shit ton of Broadway musicals. I can't put the center of that Venn diagram together. Uh, it's got to be one of those like classic Broadway musicals that I have not had occasion to see. I don't feel like it's Rodgers and Hammerstein. I don't feel like it's going to be anything in the 60s. Let's say that it is a wrong answer of... Oklahoma. It's a terrible answer, but I literally couldn't think of anything better. Unfortunately not. Please, sir, can I have some more? Oh, it's Oliver. Okay. It's Oliver. Ah, god damn it. All right. Jay, you made it through the hot seat, my friend. Nicely done. I feel great. I have no idea why you prepped me for failure on this. This was a fantastic time. I'm 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 projecting my own insecurities and brain fog onto somebody else, is what it boils. Fair enough. Like, yeah, going in, you're like, hey, it's gonna be a gauntlet. It's 45 minutes of nonstop questions. Are you ready for it? I'm like, got a bottle of rum. I'm good. Most people, by the way, most people don't take it as like a giant joke and just crack jokes left and right, which makes it move so much quicker and also lightens the mood. A lot of people take this uber serious and just like, okay, let's see, let's see. And when you take it that serious, your mind bogs down. Look, as much as I love you and the pub trivia experience, this is honestly maybe my 20th podcast trivia experience. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm old hat at this. If I'm not riffing, I'm not doing my job. I love it. That was, uh, no joke, one of the funniest recordings I've ever been a part of. So thank you for that, Jay. Oh, honest pleasure. Honestly, thank you so much for reaching out to me. I've had a wonderful time with this. It's so much fun. That, that was so much fun. It for really me. is. It was like a conversation that. where I didn't have to think too hard about answers. I just went with my gut or comedy. It worked well because I'm like looking at my pad here. And I mean, you're right. It looks like roughly two out of three times. So nicely done. That sounds a lot better than I recall. But again, can't stress enough how much my drink was stronger than your drink that's uh, well next time if i'm actually playing we'll actually play in trivia and i'll be doing bourbon we'll see how we'll see how that goes oh i am here for that chris i think for me to have a chance at beating you though you're gonna need to go two to three drinks to my one i think you underestimate my ability to put down rum but i'm here for it okay four five four let's go four yeah i, I don't think that's a good idea because I can hold rather stick other feet. yeah it's a whole thing anyway Jay, nicely done. Do me a favor before we before we sign off tonight. Tell our listeners where they can find you and what the best way to get in contact with you is, or to uh, consume your content. Uh, for sure. So yeah, the, probably the easiest way to find anything that I do is through Linktree. I just put together a uh, Linktree link about a week ago. It's Linktree. Um, I honestly don't know how you format that. I'm very new to it. But if you look up Liquid Courage with a K on Linktree, you'll find me. That'll take you to my Facebook page. 
uh, that promotes a lot of things I'm doing, including a 12-hour streamathon that I'm doing March 4th. I don't know if this episode will go live before then, uh, but I'm doing a 12-hour stream event to promote a local uh, LGBTQ+, very friendly board game cafe who's fallen on some hard times. Uh, very looking forward to that. We're, we're bringing some awesome guests, uh, doing a wide variety of of content formats over the 12 hours should definitely check that out. Uh, check me out on Twitch, uh, at liquid underscore courage because some bastard took the one without the underscore years ago. No, I keep checking every six months to see if that name becomes available. It hasn't yet. And it is a point of soreness for me. (laughs) Uh, but it's liquid underscore courage on Twitch where I stream, uh, more or less five nights a week. Uh, with trivia and trivia adjacent content. Uh, I am the commissioner of the World Trivia Federation, which is like Learned League if you don't ever want to stress it and you want to save some money. Uh, You can find that through my Patreon. Just look up Liquid Courage on Patreon. $2 a month gets you access to three quizzes a week, 10 questions every Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Uh, We do a unique matchmaking system, uh, unique scoring format. It's a lot of fun. We just hit an all-time high of 57 participants uh, earlier today, as a matter of fact. So I'm very happy for that. Um, Beyond that, one of these days, I will put together an OnlyFans uh, and it'll show feet content because people keep telling me I need to put feet pics on the internet. (laughs) Well, doesn't But we can edit that in. Doesn't the internet need more of that, really? It, you know, as as a connoisseur, I agree with that sentiment. Um, <laughs> beyond that, if I can just throw out any other uh, general notions, I would say that uh, remember your friends in the LGBTQ plus community are hurting, especially these days. Uh, support them. Show your allyship. They'll tell you how to do it. Listen to them, please. 100%. I cannot back that that sentiment more. Uh, it's been a tough, a tough go uh, the last... 10 years for, for a lot of them. Uh, God bless. Yeah, it's it's, it's, it's very two steps forward, one step back. It and seems like it's been a couple. If that's on the best days. But, yeah. But keep going strong, Jay. Uh, you know, thank you've you got so allies much. here in the pub trivia experience. You know that. I know that. And I felt that I thank you so much for the opportunity, Chris. Um, I do want to blame Tim. Oh, 100%. That's why we're, the only reason you're on the show is we can say, screw you, Tim. Yeah, no, I don't even have like an idea for what we're blaming Tim for at this point. I just want to make it abundantly clear that I blamed him. Um, I thought we could blame him for Elon Musk, can't we? Uh, I mean, we. Here's the thing: <laughs> I don't know for fact that Tim is not Elon Musk's father. I have no evidence to confirm or deny. So, in the absence of that evidence, sure, it's all Tim's fault. There you go. Okay, Tim. That's on you. Like, own it. Just just own it, man. Just uh, just own it. Yeah, well, just take the L, Tim. <laughs> take the L. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, that is another episode of the Pub Trivia Experience. We do hope you enjoyed the show. If you do like the content that we bring you on a regular basis, uh, do me a favor. A couple things you can do. Um, if you've got the financial means to support the show, the best thing you can do is go to patreon.com slash p-t-e-b-b. That's your exclusive home for all of our bonus content, not just for the Pub Trivia Experience podcast, but our sister podcast, Boozy Bracketology. Oh, and if you like what we do here, you're going to like Boozy Bracketology. Just so everyone here is aware, one of the things that we're working on, we're going to get started here in the relatively near future, is for Boozy Bracketology, we are going into a giant bracket. It's going to take place over the course of probably a year to a year and a half off and on. We have got a laundry list of movies, and we are going to be determining, finally, the best 80s movie ever made. It's The Princess Bride. No, it's not. You can get the fuck off your own podcast if you disagree. No, I will not. I don't know that it makes... I don't even know that the Princess Bride wins the adventure category. Actually, no. The Princess Bride, because there are too many in the adventure category, I believe the Princess Bride goes under... It's not under romance. It might be under young adult and children. See, here's the thing. In literally seven days, I'm going to appear on Boozy Bracketology, and I'm going to bring this conversation up, Chris. Uh, yeah, but that episode won't air until well after the uh, the 80s movie bracket will start. Yeah, but you and I will know we have I'm also hosting that episode. so And that you were not. wrong about The Princess Bride, the greatest film ever made. I didn't say The Princess made. Bride was a bad movie. I just said it wasn't the best movie of the 80s. My entire I can name ass. an adventure film. My entire ass. I can name an adventure film that is far superior to The Princess Bride. You know what? Bring the thunder. Let's talk about it. Oh, you want to know what? It, oh, come on. I can name three, and they're all in the same franchise, and they all have Harrison Ford in them. 
Yeah, if you're talking about that shitty state to the east of me, you are clearly wrong. Carrie Elwes is the best. Uh, if, if you're talking about the best, I would give you that he is the best guest star on the TV show Psych. I will give you that. Okay, we can agree on that. But also, do your films have Andre the Giant? No, not many do. Exactly. My film does. <laughs> if only that was what we're looking for here. I argue that it is exclusively what you should be looking for. You can argue that all you want. You'd be wrong. Yeah, you should put me on the bruisey, boozy bracketology. Well, you could be, feel free. You'll, you're on the short list. Feel free to come on there and argue with me. That's fine. Oh, I'm about to argue in the Discord right now about it. <laughs> <laughs> of course you are. I'm trying to pull the bracket up right now. Hold on. Here we go. We're going to be recording three boozies at once, by the way, because I've got next month's episodes are the best 21st century sitcom couples. Ooh, okay. And that oh, one's good content cool. for sure. Absolutely. Go uh, subscribe to the Patreon so we can continue producing boozy bracketology so that Chris can be wrong about the princess bride. We hope you enjoyed the show. Uh, this has been honestly one of the most fun recordings I've ever been a part of. We hope you enjoyed it. Uh, if you heard Jay mention earlier, our discord, you can go to ptebb.com slash discord. That'll get you right into our discord server. Come on there. Tell us what you think. Tell us what you're drinking. Have a good old time with us. But that's enough. Check the show notes for the rest. For the Pub Trivia Experience, I have been Chris. And I have been Jay. And we will see you next time. Have a good one. Take care.